Hi, it's Molly. I just wanted to take a moment to say thank you. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of the Excel Books Podcast. I believe you're in for a treat. So without further ado, let's get right into the episode. Excel Books Podcast. It's your favorite host, Molly. And on my show, we like to talk about work, family, and life. Thank you for tuning in today. I love each and every one of you. I'm going to hop right in because I'm hoping this is a short episode and I just want to get this um, to you because it's on my heart and I want you to know how powerful it is. So I want to talk to you about the range of normal and the range of normal specifically in the area of your weight. And, and I will say this before I get into the story, I am in my car, so if you hear any background noise or anything like that, please know that I am going to try my best to talk loud. <laughs> so if you hear a car booming by or anything like that or something rattling in the seats, that is why. All right, so the range of normal. So I, as you all know, I've been on a health journey to find out what's wrong with me, what's going on, why do I have trouble with digestion and other stuff, like why is it so hard for me to lose weight, why do I grow hair on my face, all these different things. And so I've been on this journey where I went to see an endocrinologist and I got this, um, I had him testing for this particular test to find out why I have hair growing on my face. Like I have hair that grows like on my chin, and around my mouth, like on the sides, like if I leave this thing untamed, like I could easily have sideburns, a mustache and a goatee. Like that's how real this hair is. And I was like, this can't be normal. And it's something that I know runs in my family. Like every woman that I know in my family has this hair growth. But I was like, why? Why do we have this hair growth? this just seems odd. It can't be normal. Women don't grow hair on their face. And so I went to the endocrinologist, got some blood work, got tested, and I finally got the results and talked with the the doctor this week. And it was a very eye-opening, encouraging, and emotional uh, discussion that I had with this doctor. And I'm sharing this with you because I'm hoping that it helps someone else. So the great news, and, and let me tell you something about my my health as far as like my weight before I get into this. I am a heavy, heavy woman. And when I say heavy, I am like kissing 300, like kissing it. Like there's 300 and it's winking at me like, like I could touch it. Like I could touch it without even trying. Like, hmm, I think I'll have a sandwich today. Oh, now we're at 300. Like that's how close I am to this weight. And I'm saying I'm being transparent in my weight because I believe that by sharing this, it will help someone who's going through the similar things. So 300 pounds almost, and I try my darndest to lose weight. I don't eat gluten. I don't fry. I, um, I don't do sodas. I don't do candies. I don't do ice cream. I don't do all this stuff. And I'm like, okay, I'm not doing all this. I want to be thinner. I need to be thinner. It's not normal for me not to be thin. Blah, 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 blah. So I see my endocrinologist and he says, okay, good news. All of your labs are normal. 
Now, this was very interesting to me because I've been hearing my whole life that my quote-unquote labs are all normal all the time, but yet my weight is over a certain amount and I struggle with digestion and all this stuff. Not saying I don't have other issues, but I had him tested for hair growth. And he said, from a lab perspective, you're like picture perfect. Like there's nothing wrong, nothing that would even hint to why you have hair growth on your face. And he said, you know, other than maybe you need to eat more, which was really shocking to me. I was like, why would I ever want to eat more? I'm as big as a house. And before I even got into it, and I, I really love and appreciate this about this doctor, he actually said something to me that I thought was really powerful. And this is what he said. He said, in the realm of appearances, society has painted this picture that tells you that you're supposed to look a certain way supposed to have certain features you're not supposed to have hair growth or any of these things that you're supposed to be this airbrushed less than 150 pounds perfectly shaped and perfect whatever you know always dolled up with perfect hair and all this he said and that is just not normal he said people compare themselves and they look at these kim kardashians on tv well, Kim Kardashian has like five personal trainers at her beck and call and has her own dietitian and someone who cooks her meals to make sure that she doesn't eat the wrong things and has surgeries when she needs to to perfect areas that are she's struggling with and has makeup artists and people to buy clothes that flatter her curves and all of this. And he said, and none of that is normal. And he said, I wish in the medical field that the definition of normal, especially for a woman, would not be listed as a BMI body mass index of X for you to be normal. He said normal can be a lot of things. Normal can be super tiny and, you know, you're 125 pounds dripping wet, you know, and that could be normal for you, but normal for someone else could be 300 pounds like you and you have vitals that are better than I have patients that are half your size and they would kill for vitals like yours I have people who would love to have they have more glucose and blood pressure problems and they're skinny and work out five days a week and you're may not be skinny you may not work out five days a week but your health is better he said I'm telling you you're normal and he said, I, he said, I'm not saying that I will not continue to help because I will. If there's something you want me to look into, I will look into it. If you want to, um, you know, get another referral for other things, I'll do that. He said, but I really encourage you to look into what normal means in your mind. Are you pursuing these medical tests and pursuing these quote unquote answers because you think you're abnormal? Because if that is the case, you need to change your definition because you're normal. And I, I'm telling you this, listeners, I'm telling you this as someone who has never had a doctor tell me that I'm normal. Not once. Every time they're like, okay, so you probably need to go on this diet and a Mediterranean diet, and, and, and a no-sugar diet, and a no-fat diet, and a low-carb diet, and a 
try this pill and curb your appetite and all these different things. And they've been telling me for years, you know, my child, you're too, you know, you know, you're too, too big. You're too, you're too fat. You need to stop eating as much. I literally had a doctor tell me earlier this year that if I stopped eating from now to December, it probably wouldn't hurt me. Like that's how brutally blunt and cold hearted I have uh, experienced doctors, you know, over the years. And so I had this kind doctor tell me, he said, you're okay. You're normal. And I'm telling you, I mentally and emotionally did not know how to process that. You would think that I would have heard that and immediately got overjoyed and started dancing. I'm like, yes, I'm normal. See, I'm okay. I didn't know how to process it. I literally heard it. And I was like, wait, what? What do you mean I'm normal? I, I can't be normal. How's, how's that possible? But I'm overweight. Doesn't that mean I'm not normal? Doesn't it mean something's broken with me? I remember he even said with the facial hair, he said, I believe your facial hair is just familial. It's just a family trait. There's nothing wrong with you. Your family just happens to grow hair like that. And I get it. It's annoying and you don't want it. He said, I'm not going to, he said, I'll give you a cream to kind of help, but it's okay if you don't, uh, you know, take it because it just is what it is. This is, it's part of who you are. And I'm saying this to you because I want you to know that as a heavyset woman, it is priceless to hear words like that. To hear statements like, you're okay. To hear statements like, you're normal. To hear statements like, your weight isn't affecting your health like this. Like, you're literally fine. I have literally seen just about every major specialist that I can see this year. I have seen cardiologists. I have seen orthopedics. I have seen um, endocrinologists, primary doctors, dentists, arthritis specialists, chiropractors. I've seen all kinds of people that are specialists in their craft, in their trade, to find out what's wrong. And every time I go to the doctor, you're fine. Your heart is perfect. I'm like, what? But I'm having all these chest pains and my cholesterol's a little high. So, okay, so that particular two, three months, you had a lot of cholesterol you were eating, but your heart is fine. Like, what? You're normal. Like, wow. It's like, you're not diabetic? You're almost 300 pounds. No, I'm not diabetic because I don't eat sugar like that. If I eat sugar, it's once in a while and I really don't crave it. I don't eat cookies all the time. I don't buy ice cream every day. I don't, I just don't do those kind of things. And it shows my vitals and records are showing me you're normal. And you would think that specialist after specialist after specialist one, that I would have thought, oh, okay, well, nothing's wrong with me. But it didn't click then. It clicked after speaking with this doctor when he says, you're okay. And for the first time, I thought, wow, I can't believe that I don't have a... I don't have a problem with my sugar. I don't have a problem 
that's causing hair growth. And on top of that, I need to eat more. So let me say this to you. I'm saying this for all the, all of our, our, um, our extra, that's what I'm going to call us, our extra women, our extra sized men. Um, for me, you know, so I need to eat more and I actually need to eat more dairy. I need to have more cheese and more milk and more ice cream. Um, why? My calcium level is literally off the chart. And I don't mean off the chart like it's above the highest range. I mean like it is below the lowest range. Like if you look at the calcium level medically, like if, if calcium level, the bottom is 0.6, I am like 0.4. Like my body's like, we need calcium, please. You know, um, I was like, wow. Okay, so I need calcium. Got it. Um, you know, the other thing is just the fact that I need to eat more meat, apparently. My protein level, literally, again, below the lowest of the low. Like, if the lowest is like one, I am like 0.2 or something like that. It's almost like I'm not getting any protein. I'm like, what is going on? Um, all my levels are normal other than that. It's like, you need more calcium, so you need to eat. And you're not eating enough, so your body thinks it's starving. So you're getting bigger because your body's like, please feed me. Um, I'm saying this to say this to, for those of you that are listening and you're like, I'm overweight and I don't know what to do. Now, I'm not at all saying that you shouldn't work out. I'm not at all saying that you shouldn't make healthy choices as far as what you choose to put inside your body. But what I am saying is this, you may be thinking that you need to torment yourself appetite-wise and fitness-wise and all these other things because you think you're quote-unquote not normal, but you don't know the true definition of normal. You may already be normal. And if that's the case, I challenge you with a question that I'm asking myself. So this is not a question that I have an answer to. This is a question that I'm asking you as I'm asking myself. Where did that thought come from? Where did it first pop in your head that you might not be, quote unquote, normal? When did that thought happen? Who put that thought there? What influenced that thought? And I challenge you to find where that thought came from and address it. Address it in whatever way, you know, God leads you to address it and find the root of it and then be at peace with yourself about who you are. I am now on facing the, the hardest challenge I've ever had to face, which is, so I need to accept myself. I need to accept myself instead of looking at myself like I'm a problem every day, but look at myself like this is who I am and that there's nothing wrong with me. Holy cow. <laughs> like I never I never pictured that in my mind I was ready I was ready I was ready for doctors to say I need gastric bypass I was ready for doctors to say I needed lipo I was ready for doctors to say um you know you you've got thyroid and this and that and I'm like okay so these are all the things that I need and they're like, yeah. 
and 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 I ask and I do the test and they're like you don't need it so I'm like wow so now what do I do with my life so I'm asking you I'm telling you these statements you know to help you what if someone came up to you right now and said everything you're doing to try to lose weight is in vain you don't need to do it you're never going to be a size four now what will you do with your life and I'm, I'm saying this to you because people do the same thing with money, right? They say, oh, if you had a million dollars, what would you do, right? Okay, so I'm going to ask you, if you could never lose the weight that you have, what would you do now? How would that change how you operate? How would that change how you see life? What would it impact? For me, it's impacting everything. I now have to see myself in a way that I've never seen. I have to think of my life in a way I've never explored. And I'm going to be sharing this journey with you as I figure things out, as God gives me understanding, as I start to understand why, uh, not even why, but understand who I really am. I'm going to share these things with you. So I hope that you're encouraged. I hope that you're inspired. I hope that you take a second look at yourself without putting the glasses of the world on when you look at yourself in the mirror. I encourage you to stand in your mirror in your birthday suit and look at all your roles. Look at every bit of cellulite. (laughs) Look at every single bit and be like, hmm, okay, well, this is me. And learn to love it. Not in an egotistical way. Not in an insult others way. And let me say this gently. When you get to the point of loving yourself. And I'm saying this because I am learning how to love myself right now. I'm literally on this journey now. Trying to figure out where to start. But one thing I do know is when you get to the point of saying I love me in spite of how I look. In spite of my weight and all of this. Do not become... How can I put it? Don't become petty and cocky and rude. Don't don't attack other people. Don't look at it and say, oh, y'all been making me feel bad all this time and I'm fine. My lab's normal. Da, da, da. There's nothing wrong with me. I'm just a big woman. Okay. There's nothing wrong with realizing that, you know, everyone was wrong, but you don't have to be against being skinny. You don't have to Uh, make people feel bad for their genetic makeup everyone has a different body shape everyone I know people now who would give anything to gain weight like anything they're so tiny and they wish they wish they're like can I please have some of your weight like if I could pull some off of your leg and put it in my back I would do it you know like they just want some weight and they can't gain weight for the life of them and I can't seem to lose weight for, for nothing But that doesn't mean that I see them any different. I don't hate them. I don't mistreat them. I don't belittle them. I don't, don't become your perpetrator. Don't take on the traits of that. And I know that's a harsh word because you're probably thinking, oh my gosh, Molly, this is not abuse. But it kind of is. It's abuse of the mind is what's been happening in society with these TV shows, these magazines, and these songs. Oh my gosh, even the music you listen to is literally raping your mind because it is making you think that when they sing about 
the beauty of a woman or they sing about the, 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 the handsomeness of a man. They describe features in a very specific way. You don't hear them singing about, you know, you know, it doesn't matter how big your size is and all that. You know, they're starting to make more songs about it. Thank God for, you know, artists like Megan Trainer, you know, and all about the bass and whatever else you want to say. But they're doing this now, but these were not songs that we grew up with. And a lot of these songs still, the majority of the music is still geared towards this fantasy, uh, physical makeup of a person that doesn't apply to everyone. And I want to really encourage you, this is my homework to you, start checking your music. What are you listening to? What are they saying? Your favorite love songs. Are they singing love songs that are describing people in a certain physical way? And if that physical way doesn't sound like you, remove it from your ears. The shows that you watch, and I know this is going to be hard because you're probably going to be like, Molly, where are we going to find a show that shows love with people that are big? They have shows out there. It's not a lot of them, but they're out there. If every love show you're seeing is some tiny person that doesn't fit your physical makeup and you start to feel insecure after watching that show, stop watching the show. If you are, and I I don't want to say magazines, I don't want to say magazines because I don't know about you, I don't look at magazines anymore. I barely get my hands on them. It's not something that comes in my mailbox. It's not something I even see. I see magazines in the doctor's office. Like that is literally it. Um, let me also say this, start evaluating your connections. If the people around you are not validating you for who you are, if they're not making you feel great about who you are right now, size and all, um, if they're constantly telling you, oh my gosh, you gotta lose this weight, we're gonna get this weight off, we're gonna do this, we're gonna do that, that might not be the circle you need to hang around on a regular basis. I'm not saying you need to unfriend the whole world, I'm just saying... Think about what's the root cause of those thoughts. If you can find the root cause, I think, and I'm saying this to you and to me, I think if we can find the root cause of why we feel this way about ourselves, why this thought of I'm not quote unquote normal is in my head, then we can start to finally piece together the layers of loving ourselves. So... That is all I have. I love you guys. I hope that encouraged you. I will be doing some more clips on this about the power of the range of normal. Until next time, take care and be blessed. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Excel Books Podcast with Molly. You can find more helpful resources and services at xclbooks.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, please send us a message at xelbooks.com or email xelbooks at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Join us again next time for more tips on work, family, and life.